there we are. Yeah, we're live now. We're live. Semi live. Semi live. Semi live. So that you are we having a guest tonight or not? Um, I have not heard back. He has seen hmm. it, but uh, he hasn't said anything back yet. So I'm okay. assuming probably not, which means okay. I'm, yeah. No worries. No worries. Just have to double check. Damn it. I didn't. I haven't heard from Nicole, so she's probably not joining us. Um, yeah, she's cool. she's she's a very busy person, apparently. I make time for this show. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad I'm because I... Uh... <laughs> have you gotten what? your shot yet? Me? I've done my shot. What do you mean? No, you I, have not, <laughs> I have not done my shot yet. Come on, I'm sorry. Man. I'm sorry. I'm you sorry, can just walk in. I just saw a sign at a Walgreens. No, CVS. You can just walk in now. I don't even need an appointment. Just... I know. <laughs> I know. I, I feel bad. I work at seven days a week still. I'm I'm having a hard time quitting that second job. <laughs> you and your tw- you and your twenty five jobs. Fifth, fifth job. <laughs> yeah. I heard you you helped out uh, Sybil on her dance video. I did. I did. It was fantastic. Got a little confused at first of why I, what I was doing, and I had to redo everything, but it was okay. It worked out in the end. <laughs> like, what am I doing? Oh, no. Like, why did I get set three videos? Oh, my, I supposed <laughs> to put them all together, make good transitions? No, I'm supposed to blend them to best parts. Like, I'm not a dancer. So I, had, like, <laughs> I, had, I had a dancer come over, sit down, and we went through, and, like, these are the best parts of each video, and I would splice them perfectly to make them where they, yeah, it was, it was fun. <laughs> That's <laughs> so, cool. Like, yeah. We're live, right? We're yes, we're live. We are live. We should just it's, a, it's 801. Yeah, it's so let's just go ahead and get started. Hello. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> Once again, you have found the Texas Steampunk Connection. Uh, we are coming to you live and in video. <laughs> broadcasting from color. the broadcasting from different various parts of our steamships and bunkers throughout the multiverse. Um, once again. So thank you very much for joining us live and for thank you for listening to us later on on whatever podcast feed you guys have. Once again, we're here to talk steampunk. Um, but before we do that, we'll do the podcast within a podcast like we always do. <laughs> and and I'm just going to call it this time. What are you drinking? <laughs> I, I'm going to go ahead and start with that. I'm going to start with that. I found it, surprise, surprise. We should call it Mind Your Pipes and Quartz. <gasps> Mind Your Pipes <laughs> Pipes and Quartz. Love it. That's that's very, you know, I like historical. <laughs> sure. All right. What are you drinking? Sorry. I'm, well, obviously, I'm drinking a beer, and it's too dark for me to read it. It's just sim- <laughs> it's just simply called Shake. <laughs> shake. Wow. Shake. Okay. Shake uh, it. Shake and open it. I dare dark it. chocolates. It's, yep. A dark chocolate porter with natural flavors <laughs> added. Straw is optional. It says it's from uh, it's from Boulder Beer. So apparently, I'm I'm assuming it was made in Boulder, Colorado. Made out of a boulder. I, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, it's you know dark chocolate. I like dark chocolate. I like porters. It is indeed a very dark beer. It smells like a stout or a porter. Mm. Give you a stout porter. That's Hello, smooth. Rita. That's smooth. I like it. It's good. Does it taste? Is it like dark flavored, like like the barrel or smoke? No, it's just I can taste a little bit of the the chocolate chocolate of it. Um, yeah, I mean it tastes like a porter. Sometimes they all taste very similar. That's true. <laughs> but, well, it's a good it, good anchor point for a porter to be tasting like a porter. Exactly. You know, it says it's a porter. Hey, look, it tastes like a porter. How about that? <laughs> Hello, Hello Mick. Mick. Hello, Rita. What's up, Mick? Um, so yeah, I mean, I, I would, I, I would, I give it a thumbs up. This is my first time drinking this one, as according to my um, Untapped. <laughs> untapped. That's why I keep track of the beers I drink. Uh, yeah, just make sure it's not your potential. We'll be okay. <laughs> so yeah, my Untapped potential. I, I lost that a long time ago. <laughs> and yet here we are. Right. Oh. Um. So yeah, I don't. Sorry about that. I'm not very upbeat right now. Okay. So what are you drinking, Jack? I. Um, I forgot to introduce you guys. That's what I did. I'm sorry. With me, as always, is Jack from Team Chest and Jack, Adventurer. Say hi, guys. My apologies. Oh, you're good. You're good. We, we, hi, people, who've been, people who've been watching us know know what's going on. Those of us who have not been watching us, oh, those of us, I like I have not been watching, rewatching our stuff. I need to do more editing. But until then, I am Hello, Jack. Kristen. 
or kitty. Hello, kitty. Hey, yo. What's up? So I got something here from uh, from Lex, and it's supposedly like mostly my um, mostly my uh, Father's Day present. Oh, got me some red velvet Baileys. Oh, oh never heard of it. I mean, I didn't, know, I didn't know Baileys did anything other than just Baileys. <laughs> well, they do Baileys, but this is another flavor of Baileys. Now, I didn't know they had more. No, I did the handful flavors, is what I'm saying. Oh, yeah. The dark cherry one's good. It tastes like when you used to go to Dairy Queen and get the dark cherries in like the Midnight Truffle um, Blizzard. It was the dark cherry, not the, not the maraschino ones, but the dark ones. They, they're a completely uh, different. Oh, those are fantastic. Mm. So I'm, I'm high expectations on red velvet here. Oh, it's red. <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm like it's got it's got to taste a little different than just chocolate Baileys. I would hope so. Ooh, it, it tastes like a cupcake. Ah, oh, <laughs> like a red velvet cupcake. Okay, a red velvet cupcake. Oh, I'm in love. This is this is great. <laughs> See how glass red that. I'm, yeah. I am so happy. I'm drinking it out of my NSA shot glass from uh, from from DC. My brother brought it back to me when he was working there, and uh, so it's it's kind of cool. The National Intelligence Agency shot glass. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Brought from their museum themselves at their old headquarters where they have all the cool, like they have a spy museum there. So, <laughs> spy museum. Nice. All right. Definitely Bailey's, but it does taste chocolate and like a cupcake. I'm very happy with it. <laughs> Good. Mm. And it was your father's, your coming, upcoming Father's Day present. Is that what you just said? Yep. Upcoming day, upcoming Father's Day presents. I'm going to share it with all of you guys. I recommend it. If you like Bailey's, you're going to really like this one. It's a little smoother than most Bailey's. So. Wow, smooth. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I'm not. See, I'm I don't. I, I, I never thought Bailey's. I always thought Bailey's was a mixer, not really a straight up drink thing. But I, okay, I so could be wrong. It was one of the first alcohols that I had when I was 21. I went to a, a land party, and there was a girl there who was. We were all drinking, and um, she's like. Have you tried Bailey's? I'm like, no. Of course, it's after like shots of everything on the planet. It's like Jack's 21. Yay. And uh, so Here, she, comes, yeah, she comes right up and she's got these shot glasses, sets it down and starts pouring them. And my friend and I are looking at each other. And like, I take a sip and we're like both like looking at each other. Like, oh, this is delicious. This is delicious. We're just like, <laughs> we're just, like just sipping off the top of it. She's like, you're supposed to shoot it. And I'm like, it tastes too good to shoot. No. no. Yeah. Oh, kids no, are no, so no. silly. You don't shoot Bailey's? No. <laughs> it's a sipping drink. Yeah. Vodka, yes. Tequila, sure. Very much so. Um, Goldschlager. Cordial. Maybe, maybe, maybe the pour cordial this over some, like a little, like one little thing of ice cream, just pour it over the top. Kind of, you know. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I remember when I discovered Goldschlager that one year. It was, <laughs> it was a good year. <laughs> it was a good oh, year. <laughs> Very nice. <laughs> what are you? So, what are you drinking, Dax? Okay, so I've got, I've got two, because the first one didn't work out. Uh oh. Okay. Uh, first, it's a LGBTQ Awareness Month, Pride Month. Yes. Mm -hmm. yes and uh, the wife got us some Montucky cold snack. Just got a, a horse on it, with rainbows and pegasi and. Also, it was on sale. Oh, there we go. Okay. okay. Yeah. And so, okay, I'll give that a try. And I found out why it was on sale. Uh oh. <laughs> it makes Lone Star seem flavorful. Mm. Ooh. Wow. <laughs> it was so it's advertising. Really, um, kind of. <gasps> not much. Not much to speak of at all. Uh, oh, where'd the kitten come from? Uh, it, came from the, <laughs> it came from my wife. <laughs> I'm it sorry. <laughs> I, I didn't know she was pregnant. <laughs> oh, that's 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 going on the that's going on the screenshot there. The... <laughs> Sorry for those of you listening later on. Jack just had some kittens handed handed to him, I had and a they were they were kittens. they were adorable. They were nuzzling <laughs> my beard, and we uh, interrupted we interrupted facts. Sorry, facts. That's okay. So anyway, stay probably clear of Montaki cold snack. I didn't think it was very good, even though I wanted to. We. I, I mean, and also, yeah, for the for those of you for those of you for those of you listening, corporate beer. 
Yeah, for those of you listening later on, he he was holding up a can that had a Pegasus and a rainbow on it. <laughs> a blue yeah, can, yeah. a very so, bright colored blue can with a Pegasus very, and a rainbow. So when you want to do Pride Month right for beer, you don't want to go big corporate. You want to find one of these smaller breweries where you know it's going to be good. Definitely. Always no, support no local breweries. No mystery corporate beer for, for Pride Month. <laughs> always it support local breweries. Yes. I, I don't know if it's corporate. It, it could be. It's Montana, though. So I don't know. It could be a small brewery up in Montana. It's not Texas. Uh, a few months, a few episodes ago, months ago, I don't know. I talked about <laughs> uh, taking a whiskey and adding um, tea, right? Do you yes. remember that? I do. Yes. Adding mm-hmm. tea to it. And at the time, I, I used the, uh, the Earl Grey, and it was very good. And I said, oh, if I had only had some uh, Russian caravan." And so I ordered from T-Punk Tees. That's where you order from. You get T-Punk, T-Punk Tees. Tees. If, you, uh, if you are a member of the uh, Steam Chest, you usually get some kind of T-Punk Tee yep. um, in your chest. Uh, this one is called Winter Smoke, and it's their, their Russian caravan. Uh, Lapsang Sochong... I don't know if I'm saying that right, but it is it is so good. I don't know what it's supposed to taste like as tea. Oh, it's like, <laughs> so I have had all their teas and I will admit that every like the one I'm one I'm drinking is the one is my favorite. It doesn't like there are <laughs> ones that are above each, which is the ones with chocolate in it, like uh, the ones with chocolate and blackberry or chocolate and lemon. Uh, those have been fantastic. And you brew them strong enough, it's like having the best version of hot chocolate. You, it's almost thick enough you could put cream on top or something. And um, so. See, and, Rita knows. She's, she says winter smoke is really good. And I know she's just, she's not putting it in whiskey like I am. But <laughs> um, it it is so amazing. It, it dials down the harshness of the, of the whiskey. And in two minutes, you have a very, very smoky, rich flavor added to to the whiskey, and it is just delightful. I will have so to try that. Yeah. Oh. So you're saying it'll cut down on the burning, maybe? <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I don't know enough for you, Flavio, because yeah. you're very sensitive. But, my, my, uh, my, I do not have my my palate is not refined enough to determine the differences between different whiskeys and brandies and. And whatnot, <laughs> it's all it tastes like burning to me. So, you know. <laughs> so I, I'll agree that I, I'm not sensitive enough to get the the subtleties of different uh, different bourbons and whiskeys uh, unless they're all lined up for me at once. There, there's that. Now I have a friend Scott who shows up at a lot of these conventions, and he'll be like, "Hey, hey, 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 have this," and you know, after the convention, and so. We um, he usually brings like two or three, and I get to try them. I'm like, man, I, it, it's 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 nice to have that have that ability to sit there and like, okay, this is a good one, this is a good one, this one's just trash. But <laughs> I mean, I am willing to go on a bourbon scotch tr- journey to find out if I can make myself better at tasting the different ones. I am fully willing, and if someone's willing to help me fund such a thing, I mean, <laughs> I am fully willing to drink your money. So, <laughs> and tell you speaking about, of, tell them about our Patreon. <laughs> buy us a beer on our Patreon at text TX Steampunk uh, Connection uh, on Patreon. You can you can buy us a beer. I think it's like two to three dollars a month, and it'll basically go into paying for this wonderful service that Thac, uh, Flavio is doing, and uh, Thax and I are participating in. And it costs him a little bit of money every year to have the ability to do the podcast stuff and do this recording like we are doing with this. And then if we can make enough money per month, we'll actually we do want to do other projects with that money, like do short, uh, short, uh, short movies and media and whatnot. So there is a plan. We don't just plan on drinking your money. We plan on you know making sure it's memorable for you to watch us drink your money. <laughs> And uh, that is that is the goal. So please help us shoot for the moon. You know, I, I'm for the moon. And a very special thank you to uh, Rita. Again, yes, yes, our, Rita, our first, our first. patron. Pa- pa- yeah, patron, patron, patron yeah. of Patreon. Yes. <laughs> thank you, Rita. Thank you, Rita. Cheers. Thank you, Rita. 
Yes, well, I'll drink. I'll drink to that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, victory. Ah, <laughs> uh, well, I mean, we may or may not have had a guest schedule. We we, we have not heard from him, so we're just going to go on as if we have not. So, yeah, I don't think we're going to hear from him today. Uh, no worries. I can catch him. We got we got months beforehand, but oh yeah, we, we have are- time. Shane Richmond, the man who runs Steampunk November, is does want to talk to us and come on here. And he's just been exceedingly busy with his job right, right now. So, and he works till like late in the day, so he doesn't know if he's going to be on in time or not. So, we may have to do a special recording, depending sure. on that, how that goes. So, we, yeah, we, just let we me know. See. We will set it up. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, <laughs> I forgot what I was going to say. I just kind of imagine him saying, um, "Texas, what?" I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Who? Were you right. there once? I think you. I think you were at our at our convention once. Yeah, we had a table once, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's fine. I'll say Steam Chest. He'll be like, "Oh, those guys." I'm like, "Yeah, yeah. We, we we got this. We got the group of podcasters now, and now we do a thing where people watch us and we tell them about things that are steampunk. <laughs> Primarily steampunk. Yes. And tell us about steampunk because and we and we, we hype we, the hell out of steampunk November. Yeah, we hype <laughs> the hell out of steampunk November. We're not we're not even asking for money. No, not from him. (laughs) Especially right now, we have nothing better to do than hype Steampunk November because summer is upon us. Oh my god! Yes, it is now a hundred freaking degrees outside. This weekend, I went outside and died. Yeah, no. Oh, this afternoon. Wow, that bad. I, I assume you're feeling better since you're actually here talking to us. You're not dead anymore. Good way to go. (laughs) It's amazing how well well a good scotch can resuscitate you. And and a little AC, which we may lose because of the Texas freaking uh, ERCOT to energy network because they can't handle the summer or winter. But it's worked. Anything. But it worked. It worked last summer and the summer before when everyone was locked indoors because of quarantine. Right. Yeah, <laughs> you know. know? <laughs> so of course everyone was to cranking their air conditioning last summer. <laughs> to be fair, the amount of homes that have been built in the last year alone. Is nuts, but nobody can afford them. This area, (laughs) no. Amazingly, a lot of people can afford them, or they're being able to pay for them, whether they can afford them or not. But we have a lot of homes, and we're building a lot more. So yeah, I know it's it's just so freaking ridiculous. I mean, come on, guys. But we have the money (laughs) to build a wall. (laughs) Well, Laredo built a mall. Oh, oh, get, oh, yeah, they did, didn't they? <laughs> yes. <laughs> they built a mall on the border, <laughs> which, you know, miscommunication, maybe? I don't know. <laughs> like, Ports of windows up on one side. You have a wall. It's fine. It, no, it is literally on the border. I've been there because I've installed my systems in there. <laughs> and Oh, you went car shopping and it was un- unpleasant? No, that's like the least time you want to have an unpleasant day. <laughs> in the heat? And the heat. So definitely make sure the air conditioning is working in those every cars. Car yeah. You, yeah, every car you get in, you're going to test the air conditioner to the max, aren't you? That might be a good... That's actually kind of a good idea. We've got to take it around the block a few times to get the oh, air conditioning yeah. going. Yeah. yeah, make sure it's good. <sighs> okay, where were we? We got off track. We, 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 were, we were talking about the heat in yes. Texas, and ERCOT's going to... We're going to crash, and we're all going to burn to death. Anyways. <laughs> got the W upside down. Nice. <laughs> At least, uh, I at least I have a couple. My, my, my I have a couple friends that live on a grid that's a, apparently, if you live on a grid that has a fire station or something like that, Hospital they don't lose power. Station, <laughs> yeah. Any yeah. emergency utility does so not they, lose power. Yeah, they don't lose power. You know, even on accident, apparently, <laughs> or yeah. whatever, um, because the those grids are ultra protected. Right. So I have a friend that lives in the same grid as a fire department. That's where I went when we had the freeze. I was over there. So they have plenty of electricity and plenty of power and hot water and everything kind of stuff like that. So, so are we allowed to come over when it all goes down? <laughs> I'm just saying I, I might be able to. <laughs> just leave the door just leave the door cracked. I know don't leave it wide open. I'm a dad. I understand that. But, you know. <laughs> but, um, yeah, like I said, when, when I evacuated during the freeze, the, you know, that one snowpocalypse or actually ice apocalypse, you know, the only reason I, I, I was trying to tough it out here because I have without power but what made me what convinced me that I had to bug out was when I picked up my cat and he was shivering oh yeah <laughs> my cat was shivering I'm like okay it's too cold emotion. in here what yeah. showing <laughs> it's too, it's discomfort definitely too cold in here for for even them for especially them you know they have fur coats yeah <laughs> 
but yeah, so that that's when I decided I got to call my friends and help me bug out of here. Yep. So, but I dig but we digress yet again because you know <laughs> it's what we do. We're bridging. We're bridging. We're really good at bridging. <laughs> we're bridging. We're bridging. Okay. Oh man. So, so my life is life, and I remember last well last week. It was last week. The reason we're doing it again this week is because we're trying to get back in our normal two-week schedule. Yeah, without <laughs> so, skipping anything. So we're trying to do so since right. we since we made it on today, that means we can wait on two weeks now. We don't have to go on next week. We can actually skip a week. Yes, we, we are back go. on schedule as of today. Yeah. Uh, it's it's taken us like Three a month weeks. to get back on track. <laughs> and it's taken us way um, too long to figure this out. We just decided that we were going to do <laughs> all the way through May and June. We're going to do every show every Tuesday. <laughs> Apparently, yeah, that's what that's what it turns into, which is fine. And I was I was behind schedule on releasing them on the podcast feed. So last week you got two, two <laughs> in one week. You're caught up too. Yes, Woo! everything's caught up. Everything is caught up. So that's, except that's our YouTube thing. channel, which I will be working on. <laughs> Listeners, I want to thank you all for sticking with us. Um, yes, thank you very very much, everybody. Popping in whether we were on or not, I don't know how you keep up. I I can barely keep up. So thank you all <laughs> for being here. Um, <laughs> if it weren't for you, none of this would be necessary. Yeah, we we'd be screaming, <laughs> we'd be talking to each other only, only each other screaming into the void. I mean, honestly, that's how this started off. We were just sitting there, just yakking at each other. Then all of a sudden, people started watching us. Like, oh, yeah, there's people Who's watching. Arranged like we are to enjoy this kind of <laughs> stuff. I guess I should put hey, some don't don't call here. don't call our Patreon off. deranged. <laughs> Ah, they're just as deranged as we are. It's all fine. Oh, so where were we? What are we doing? We have reports. Uh, yes, we have reports. I remember, well, last time we were on, I mentioned that I was going to talk about a movie that had both Arnold Schwarzenegger and Jackie Chan. And you know what? I, I did think... not do my due diligence on that one. I was going to look that up and like be like, ah, I know what movie that is, but I don't. <laughs> I, I don't know what. It came out and it came, it came out in 2019. So, Jeez. wow. Yeah, they're yeah. So they're they're not the surprise they used to be, <laughs> and you can kind of tell. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and share real quick here. Share the phone. Share the screen, and click on that. Click on that, and it is called da, 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 the plot. Iron, just straight up oh. Iron Mask. <laughs> okay. Ooh. Is it like? Wow, it's they are looking a little. It is on Hulu. Here. Yes, it is. It is on Hulu. <laughs> What? How did we miss this? <laughs> well, you know, oh it was gosh, uh, probably late 2019. Came out. Great. Yeah. Uh, for the first time ever, screen legends Arnold Schwarzenegger and Jackie Chan face off against each other in battle. Um, in this globe-trotting fantasy adventure, also starring icon Rutger Hauer and in one in, in one of his final performances. Oh. So... <laughs> All right, so the plot is basically, it's, it's too early in the time period to actually be Victorian. It's in the 1700s, which is why I wasn't quite sure if it was steampunk. However, well, that's why I went with Rococo punk last week. Yeah, so I think this would be closer to Rococo punk. Yes, there you go. Yeah, okay. As, um, the, the closest thing, I mean, although toward the end, there was a big temple battle uh, where, well, okay. Let's start off from the beginning. Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> well, I mean, okay. Arnold Schwarzenegger is, I guess, he's in charge of or the warden of this this English prison, and I think it was the Tower of London. Could be wrong. I don't remember, <laughs> but it was a prison. Uh, Jackie Chan was a prisoner in there, and he had an iron mask on. Don't know why. Just did. <laughs> Bites people. They do that in France. Yeah, oh. but uh, no, it was definitely the English prison. And of course, Arnold Schwarzenegger talking in his Arnold Schwarzenegger voice didn't sound English at all. But <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but every so often, he would challenge. He would offer the inmates a time to challenge him in a one-on-one -on -one fight to 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 climb up this ladder to get out of this pit. And if they got out, they go free. So he'd be fighting them one-on-one -on -one kind of thing. Really bored. <laughs> yeah. So there's that. That was happening on the side, and you know, and it was focused on, on Jackie Chan and Arnold. And Arnold. There's another, and then, then, then the like I said, well, like I said, there's a cartographer apparently who was told to go map Russia. Oh, okay. But he found so, himself in Japan or China. You sorry. remember the show I talked about last week? <laughs> yes. 
that's the same actor playing the same character from the that movie. <laughs> what oh. was the movie again? I forgot. What was the movie that you that, that you talked about last time? Um, I forgot. Uh, oh, shoot, what was it called? I remember the, the Forbidden Forbidden Kingdom. Forbidden Kingdom. Yeah. Yes, this is a sequel, apparently. Because <laughs> it even says from some. <laughs> there we go. The secret. This, this the, the sequence of events are, are all popping together. Because <laughs> I was okay. reading somewhere, and it said for you know the the, the the cartographer from from Forbidden Kingdom continues his escapades. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, I don't remember where I read that, but I did read it. Read it. Yeah, so it's from the same. This apparently it's supposed to be a sequel <laughs> to Forbidden Kingdom. Oh, was it as <laughs> bananas as? Uh, Honestly, I don't remember watching for forever watching Forbidden Kingdom. <laughs> well, you, you you watched me talk about it. Yes, and I yes. Was out of my head. Uh, <laughs> yeah. How so yeah, so you, this movie. It got pretty kooky. It it got pretty kooky um, when he makes he he winds up in China, and apparently there was uh, this I don't know if she was a demon or sorceress or whatever, but she shape changed and took over and took the princess's place, <laughs> running the kingdom, or the special area where this dragon was supposed to be, <laughs> you know the, the dragon of the world. Um, but she could she had no control over the dragon because she didn't have this special amulet, so she faked the dragon. She actually made, or they made this clockwork lightning shooting dragon which is part which is what i was calling you know which is why I'm, I, it kind of bent it towards steampunk or rokoku rokoku punk and you know they would have these people in this cave and they would everyone would say crank it out and the head would come out of the cave and shoot lightning X, that's how she executed people oh, oh, oh. <laughs> it was you know she fed, fed them to the dragon yeah <laughs> it, it's know, a nicer show out. than just a old hanging anybody yeah. can do that <laughs> exactly <Hanging laughs> so fair yeah, so there's there's that 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 was you know the lightning shooting dragon was pretty cool you know it was I thought it was pretty cool, and then you know there's you know unrest they find out you know she's not the, really the princess and the real princess shows up and so they had they lead a rebellion and they 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 fly on kites to attack the castle, <laughs> kind of thing and and there's these three there's these three defenders that were defending the castle, and one of them they're they're huge they were like huge things like they're made out of metal. They were, you know, you couldn't tell what they were. Maybe they, they looked like robots at first, like they were robots or some kind of, you know, fancy, you know, mechanism or whatever, maybe a golem or whatever. But one of them attacked, he would hit these things on his chest and these, you know, big blasts of sound would just, you know, knock people over, you know, a sonic attack situation. And there was another one that would have lightning attacks as well. And the other one was just a big, strong bruiser kind of thing. <laughs> but turns out there were guys. There were guys in costumes. They were like wearing little tanks. <laughs> but, but but the but the but the you know those were kind of steampunkish, especially the lightning throwing one. <laughs> you know, so I mean, oh, overall the movie wasn't great. There was some good action good action fights. Um, the fight between Arnold and and Jackie Chan, you can tell. Yes, they are aging. <laughs> They're not as quick as they used to be. <laughs> um, but it was kind of funny, kind of silly. Like apparently he got like Jackie Chan finally got he got out of the got out of the prison got the mask off and they're fighting and he gets into Arnold's oh, I don't remember, yeah Arnold's office and apparently he's a collector of ancient weapons or fancy weapons and Jackie Chan go to grab a weapon he goes no don't use that one that's like Alexander the Great Sword blah 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 you know it's like where he, he grabs another weapon and no you can't use that one that belongs blah 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 you know it's like so finally finally they just then, yeah it was really hilarious <laughs> you know it's like he was more concerned about the weapons than actually fighting them you know kind of thing. So they, you know, <laughs> then they go hand in hand, you know, hand in hand, and it was it was it was a fun, it was fun, but it you know it wasn't like a ooh ah you know I I, I you know this is a Oscar winner, <laughs> no 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 no. <laughs> you know, it's like, it sounds and, like very very Jackie Chan kind of humor. Yes, yes, it was. You watch a lot of his films. It's uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and I don't know, and somehow Jackie Chan's character was somehow connected to the actual real dragon <laughs> and that got out in the end and flew around and saved the day or whatever. But, you know, it's like, so, you know, and he makes friends with them and he, and, and Arnold Schwarzenegger actually goes to that land just to see, you know, he wants to see this dragon in person and whatnot. And it was, it was all very, you know, it was weird, but, but I didn't talk about it the first time because I wasn't quite sure how steampunk, if it was steampunk, because like I said, it was 17,000, it was the 1700s. It wasn't quite the right time period. So closer to Roku punk, I guess you would say. And, you know, it was definitely 
eight, you know, martial arts shenanigans going all over the place. And like I said, the dragon and the three and three metal, the three robotic looking defenders are the closest thing to steampunk in that in this movie. Um, but I mean, especially the lightning throwing dragon, that was actually pretty cool. <laughs> you know, but uh, I, if you like Jackie Chan and you like Arnold Schwarzenegger, sure, check it out. Uh, <laughs> you, know, <it's laughs> you sound not entirely sold. On it's 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 too it's. This. It's two hours. It's it's a two hour long movie. Wow. <laughs> I don't think it needed to be two hours. <laughs> you know, there was, there, I think they could have tightened it up a bit more. You know, <laughs> mm. like, there were some unnecessary scenes in there, kind of thing. Um, but you know, yeah, like I said, it wasn't great. It wasn't the worst <laughs> movie I ever saw. <laughs> but you know, but that's what you know. I said I was going to talk about it. I'm talking about it. Uh, <laughs> great. We're, we're we're great to hear. It, but it sounds like I, there's. It sounds like we need to watch it. Yeah, I mean, apparently, like I said, I should have watched the Forbidden Kingdom first because I didn't realize. I mean, it wasn't until I was looking at it up today. It's like, oh, this was a you know the same guy from the same photographer from the Forbidden Kingdom movie, and then then you just Empire. said that's Forbidden, Forbidden Empire. Empire. Sorry, Forbidden Empire. It's like, oh, and that's what that's what Dex just talked about. It's like, huh, <laughs> funny that we're talking about. Um, wait, you know, minute. I, you can watch it at your leisure. It's, yeah. not, it's not a <laughs> top of the list kind of movie. Exactly. So, but for you continuity people like me, I should have watched Forbidden Empire first. <laughs> so I, want, I like to watch things in order. You know, <laughs> it's just the way I am in my head. <laughs> I feel that. <laughs> but, the only reason I will wait, like if I buy a book because I thought it was cool and I'm reading it, I will stop in the middle of that book going, I don't know what's going on. And then I go online, I look it up, I'm like, oh, this is like book three. I'm like, well, crap, yep. we got two more books before I can get back to this point and have this conversation again. <laughs> yeah, I had the same problem. I read a book and I read it all the way through and there was some references in there that I figured, oh, okay, whatever. I don't know what that word they're talking about there. Turns out, yeah, it's like the third book in the series and it's like, oh, I should have read the other ones first. You know? <laughs> but, you know, it was it was a book that I, re that I talked about here. It was, uh, it was a sci-fi book, but there was steampunk elements to it. They weren't on Earth. You know, so and it was actually kind of reminded me of Firefly a bit. It was pretty good. It's a pretty good book. But anyway, so that's my report on Iron Mask with Jackie Chan and Arnold Schwarzenegger, the only movie they ever been in together, which is one of the which is the only reason I watched it to begin with. It can be found on who it can be found on Hulu. Hulu. <laughs> so, on Hulu. Hulu. And like I said, it was made in 2019. So, you know, I'm not sure what month, but maybe we, we forgot. We didn't notice it because of, you know, that's when the pandemic was getting started. If it was toward the end of the year. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. There's all kinds of stuff going down. Um, but, yeah, so, <laughs> I mean, I mean, like I said, if you like Jackie Chan or you like Arnold Schwarzenegger, or especially if you like them both, sure, watch it. It's, 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 a fun, it's fun enough for that, especially their, little, their fight against, when they fight against each other. You know, it's fun enough, you know, so. And maybe just skip to the end for the big, the big temple fight or castle fight or whatever. That's all you really need. <laughs> we're all here for. So we want to watch Jackie Chan and Arnold Schwarzenegger try to figure out who beats each other up first before they become too geriatric in this movie. Right. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but yeah. So there's mine. All right. So uh, anybody else do their homework? Um. Well, I, I was hoping Shane would be on for mine, so oh. <laughs> I, I, but I, I do have a backup. Okay. Because they just came in, and everybody in Steam Trust will be happy. If you uh, ever wanted a really nice sign, I said, beware of octopus. <laughs> got them in finally. So uh, nice. be looking for these in your next box. Cool. And uh, Yeah. That, that's what I got. I'm sorry. <laughs> no worries. <laughs> it's been a very busy two weeks. Yeah, with your 25 it's jobs. It's only been one week. I know. I know. I'm playing two weeks because, I mean, I haven't really had a whole lot since last time either. Yeah. It, going yeah. into the summer, there's just not a lot happening, and I'm kind of grasping. So my report is some really old news. But, okay. Uh, is it goody news? But uh, we didn't know. So... Uh, last week we talked about, in passing, we talked about um, the the steampunk bar mm -hmm. downtown Austin that we yes. went to. 
that opened back in 2015. Um, and that uh, it wasn't a steampunk bar anymore. And I yeah. just happened across uh, an article. Let's see if I can push button. Push button. Yes. That one, that one. Let's see. I don't see anything. Oh, there it is. Okay. Add the stream. Okay. Um, this is from Eater Austin, some website. I don't know. Back in uh, 2017, Steampunk Saloon has been replaced by a beer garden, hmm. which I don't hate. I like beer gardens. Beer gardens are yeah. fun. Um, and the place is called Buford's. There's a big picture of it on the Buford article. Buford's. It's almost steampunk-ish, just the name, if you can work I, it. I remember driving by there feeling so disappointed that you know, the sign had changed, and I'd assumed it was new owners because the place went under. That's not the case. Oh. Uh, I, according to the article, I'll just read a little of it. Steampunk Saloon, the West 6th bar inspired by the 1880s and Punk rock has closed. It was punk not rock? inspired by punk <laughs> rock. Anyway, <laughs> rising from its steam-powered ashes is Buford's Backyard Beer Garden, which that promises sounds, beers and games. Sounds terrible. Steampunk Saloon took over the huge space of West 6th, which was formerly originally Opal Divines in 2015. According to the co-owner Clay Woody, he and the rest of the group thought it was an interesting name that not too many people knew about or would understand. And it was a good fit for the design, he told Eater, the art, the uh, news website I'm reading from. And I'm going to interrupt this at a, at a couple of places. Uh, the first part turned out to be untrue. Steampunk's opening process was made challenging after the internet got wind of the bar's theme and proceeded to mercilessly, mercilessly troll its Facebook page. Despite the shaky start, the bar had a solid food truck program and even attractions by Eastside King's Tycoon. Albeit for only a few months. Uh, yeah, let me keep reading. Uh, per Woody, <laughs> the negative feedback from steampunk purists who thought, for example, the bar shouldn't have televisions for the sake of authenticity, eventually spurred a strategic rebrand. I'm going to stop right here because... So who were these people that were... I mean, we never said anything to them about it. Okay, I, I know who these people were. Oh. If you recall, we had an event there. I mean, oh. mm -hmm. just, just a bunch of us, I said... There's this new steampunk bar. We all need to go. And right, I happen to miss that. I missed that one too. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. It was. Uh, we had about two dozen steampunks show up, mm -hmm. and we had a good time. And we all got a little tipsy, and uh, <laughs> we, we were dressed amazing. And they were happy to have us, and, we and they gave us free shots. Wow! <laughs> wow. <laughs> uh, it was awesome. We had an awesome time, but. Uh -oh. I posted on the Austin Steampunk group, which is a public group. Anybody mm -hmm. can see. And, you know, I wanted to get as many people at, uh, in as we could. And uh, the local uh, rock station uh, got wind of it and was talking about it. And like, they were making fun of us. KOBJ? They, they were making fun of Steampunk. Was, was it Dudley and Bob in the morning? I hate those guys. Yes, now. it was. I, yeah, they're never uh, they they're, they've never they have never been nerd friendly or any kind of yeah, they, like they were uh, jerks. Dale Dudley, uh, particularly, was was just going on and on about uh, these steampunks and their their airships and how ridiculous they were. And they have a big following in Austin. A lot of people listen to mm -hmm, them, mm -hmm. and so they joined the event and they were posting goofy crap and trolling us. Those are the people that I feel like are being referred to here. Not the Steampunk community, but the a-hole community in Austin who have One nothing better to do. Everything for anyone. It doesn't matter. And yeah, they, they, even yeah, then, I was, I was happy that we were being talked about at all. I mean, they, they were posting silly things on our, on our group's event. But they weren't vulgar. Uh, they weren't abusive. They just, you know, they, they were silly. And, you know, I played along with them a little bit as, as the event coordinator. Whatever. They didn't show up. They, they were just, you know, internet trolls. So that's what that's about. 
Yeah, it's like they've never been nerd friendly before. I mean, I've heard them. I mean, I used to listen to them a long time ago in the day and back in the day um, before I discovered podcasts <laughs> but, and started listening to podcasts only for the most part when I'm driving around. But they would they would. I mean, I've, I've heard them make fun of like um, the Texas Renaissance Fair, you know, yeah. you know, just some LARPers, I think, at one point went on to. To talk, I think might have been amp guarders at the time, but they made fun of them really relentlessly. I mean, it was just it was they were they're never they've never been nerd friendly, no. you know, you know. So, but I, I'll read on because I, th I think this is a happy ending. Uh, the new name comes from the Reverend Buford Jackson Smith, who bought the property in 1851 and built three of the limit a limestone walls that still make up the building. The Bartow's 15 massive televisions, which I'm not excited about, but whatever. Uh, <laughs> Prime for watching sports, because yeah. it's downtown bar. Uh, and a large selection of bar games. Uh, and frozen daiquiris and a diverse beer selection. So really, it's the same bar. They just changed the name. they don't have the steampunk in the name for yeah. people to make fun of. Which is crappy. But it's the same bar. It's the same owner's. And I think that's cool. I think that's a better current, you know, thing than, than having it gone out of business and somebody else bought it. Yeah. True. So that was that's kind of neat. Unlike the, one from, un unlike the one from Bar Rescue. <laughs> Sorry, Boy, just went, oh, that's a whole other story. <laughs> I know, but that, they went under relief, didn't they? Yeah, they sure they. It, it was I, never their interest. Yeah. I know. I understand. I understand. I, but, I know the, uh, yeah. when we when we went to Steampunk Saloon, Buford's, it was still really in construction. They hadn't built out the backyard, mm -hmm. uh, the the second bar, and they were working on an upstairs. And so that was back in 2016. It's been some years. I bet, I bet it's twice the bar as where what it was when we went. I think we should check it out again. I'm I'm for yeah. it. I'm definitely be willing. <laughs> I mean, we, we have to be we, we have to come up with field trips eventually. Yep. <laughs> we have to get out there, start doing our thing. So, <laughs> but I have another so, thing to mention. To, to, oh, okay. To tell you about. Sure, sure, uh, sure. Can I? Yeah, go ahead and, and I'm, I'm still sharing the the screen. If you want to jump ah, back, to it. vice vice sci-fi. We had that discussion a long time ago. We we in fact more than once about what That's, kind of steampunk we would have in a steampunk bar. Design your best steampunk bar. Yeah, we've we've had this discussion before. Oh, yeah, what, it was like back in um, not it wasn't Halloween. It was right around then. We talked about those little mini bars. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, yeah the uh, the garage bars. Oh yeah, those are fantastic. There's somebody in town who has one, but it's an invite only, and oh. it's a cyberpunk bar. Yeah, but I was there <laughs> last weekend, and it was totally cool. Ooh. How'd you get an invite? Yeah. <laughs> I begged it. Oh. Why was I not invited? Make <laughs> <laughs> your own invitation. I know how to make okay. paper mache. So if you are in the Houston area or uh, Kingston, is that? Jump back over here. Uh, there's a bar called Megaton Brewery. Oh. To bring guests together with gaming and a steampunk tap room. Oh. And uh, when is this article cut out? It, it's not new either. Um, Opened in March of 2019. So okay. kind of so new, considering last year doesn't count. <laughs> right. <laughs> After creating a steampunk atmosphere and brewing its own beers, Megaton Brewery's owners said they look forward with uncertain hope. Uh -oh. Co-owners Jared Montgomery and Chris Sarvati, who have known each other since 2012, always hope to open a brewery together. After forming industry connections, their friends opened Megaton Brewery in Kingwood in March of 2019. I, I'm not familiar with the greater Houston area, so Kingwood. Um, and they're a brewery. They're not just a bar like the one in Austin. They're making mm -hmm, their own mm -hmm. beers, which is pretty exciting. I want to make I think we, I, I sounds like we need to make a road trip. Road trip! <laughs> yeah. Uh, for the brewery's decor, of course, Montgomery said he wanted to incorporate the steampunk aesthetic of video games such as Fallout and the fun of arcade as a homage to his youth in the 80s. And two okay. out of three of us remember the 80s, so that's exciting. Yeah, I've lived, I've lived it vicariously through my brother in the early 90s. 
<laughs> we have a lot of fans that love what we do, and they bring us different things that come right out of a video game universe. He said, Montgomery and Sarvati <laughs> brew many of the beers at Megaton Brewery, which include ale, stouts, porters, IPAs. Stouts and porters, they've got my attention. Yep. With an idea. <laughs> they got so deep that's beer. pretty cool. That is cool. Um, we definitely need to make is, uh, plans for that. There is a local, uh, closer to local, there is a Houston steampunk uh, community yes. that, that regularly has events oh, um, so that might local. be able to be convinced to, to go there. Yeah. Go there. I, I, it looks like it's indoor. I'm just looking at the pictures here. It looks indoor. Um, which is very important right now because it's hot as. Something vulgar outside. H <laughs> <laughs> um, double double hockey sticks. <laughs> yeah, I mean, hey, that's, that's so, I like the fact that, that they they have steampunk in their heads, so that's a good start. I mean, yeah, yeah, and I think I think things like Fallout and uh, other video games that have really embraced mm -hmm. the Victorian uh, elegant aesthetics have really given uh, steampunk a, uh, a real boost. Yes. A real boost. You that, have that uh, weird like 1950s post-apocalyptic works really well with the Victorian era somehow. Yeah. Uh, what is that horror game with uh, sort of Victorians and, and diving monsters? And, I don't know. Oh 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 oh! Um, uh, yeah, the one with you know the, what big, I'm about. the one with the big clunky dude with the big drill in his hand. Oh my gosh! Yeah, yeah. Uh, the little children running around. Oh my god! I'm not a gamer. So. I am, and this is I, I haven't played those, but I know them very. Yeah, I think I bought that one, and I couldn't get past the first. Yeah, it, 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 was, it was it was it was steampunk, but I wasn't very good at it. So that rich aesthetic in that game. Bioshock. Fantastic. Bioshock. Yes, that's the Bioshock. one. Bioshock. And then Bioshock Infinite was was exceedingly steampunk. Yeah, that's the one I tried. Bioshock Infinite. I have it. I I couldn't play it. I'm not very good at video games, so <laughs> it's all right, man. It's it's it. That's a that's a type of video game that it takes I'm, it takes a person it, it takes the right person to want to play those and play them. I'm, I'm an old man now. I don't play these fancy new things. <laughs> I'll teach you. To get to Vi's question, uh, our our watcher who asks how would you design your best steampunk bar i think what we have to accept as a professional bar it's impossible to cater primarily to steampunks there's not enough, there's not enough of them to maintain your business so when when the uh steampunk saloon now buford's downtown has all these tv sets everywhere mm -hmm. you just have to accept that People are going there to watch sports, and it's nice that they are catering to you as well. That you're included, even though sports ball is not your thing. <laughs> so this is my idea on this, and I'm wait. I'm really waiting for some. Like I'm even waiting for GameStop to get this because they need a new like way to reinvent themselves model. and a new business model. And one of the things they were talking about was hosting local tournaments worldwide where you go they already have all their computers set up so it's very tournament like you go there you sit down you play whatever tournament that's going on that you're involved in and they can publicize it and then i'm looking forward to more esports being in bars because that might be something i would actually go do i mean i don't i'm not a big football person and i know like the game i play is the game i want to see up on the screen which is going to be one of those that I don't play a whole lot of exceedingly popular games, so it's not one of those that's going to be. That, that's that's the that's the problem. Is there's too much like there's too many different types of sports. I was in a I was actually in a um, a bar for a an Italian restaurant a couple weeks ago, and I, I know it sounds a little weird, but it's out like in the middle between like Cedar Creek and Bastrop, and it's a really wonderful wonderful uh, Italian restaurant, and you know, we're sitting there and they have TVs up, and they were watching like motorcycles like I have lacrosse on another one and then like i can't remember what it was that with the sticks with the little catchy thing on it and like throw it and um, it's um polo no no um yeah lacrosse is is, is lacrosse okay yeah it's lacrosse because yeah. we're trying to come like like 
even we're sitting around going, how do you even become a lacrosse player? Like, it's one of those things of like, you're like, my dad's a lawyer and I wasn't, I wouldn't, I don't like horses. That's pretty much what we came up with is how you become a lacrosse player is you want to be cool, but you don't like horses because you could be playing polo for the same price of lacrosse. But um, uh, The only, the only lacrosse team I know of uh, is at, at Westlake High School, okay. which if you don't live in Austin, that is, that is the, the upper the crust. Yeah. Uh, wealthy, see, mostly like white persons. kids playing uh, uh, school. Obscure and uh, <laughs> so yeah, it, 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 it's a white man sport. <laughs> Definitely. I mean, I could see it being very steampunk if you wanted it to become what become. I could see it becoming a thing, but I mean, honestly, like if we were having a TV in a steampunk bar. The first thing you're thinking, I'll play all the steampunk movies on it. I'm like, well, okay, there's like three main ones. And then you're going to have everyone like fight over the next eight you have up there. And then you're like, okay, well, let's put some of those YouTube guys on there. And those are some fun movies. I mean, they're enjoyable. But they're not like production quality, but they're great. And I like them. And I love the fact that people decided to go for it and make them. As a producer and maker of videos, I I also like, I'm for them completely in the fact that I don't even know how to do visual effects. And here I am judging them, but uh, I am, there's just no way to do that where you can have a big mass of people. Now, sure. You can put pipes everywhere, put cool lights, put a dance floor, put music and have events. And I mean, you can even have the music be kind of more off the wall, like have some ween low rolling in with the rest of everything else, which would get some people really freaked out if they're drinking too much. Uh, I mean, I think the problem is, is like, I don't know. I don't know if there's a problem. So I was out, I visited a friend in Florida one time and we were walking through this little seaside, seaside little town, you know, and their little, and we, and we, we would stop every once in a while and get a drink. And we went to this one little bar and I'm sitting there drinking. And I started looking around I'm like, wait a minute. I was looking at the decorations. They weren't like overt. There weren't like pipes and brass everywhere, but it was very steampunk leaning, this bar, you know, and it was real low key. There weren't TVs everywhere. It was just like a little, it was just like a hole in the wall bar. (laughs) And (laughs) was it decorated steampunk or did they just not have walls and updated it since? No, no, it, it was, I mean, they had like, I mean, there's something like there's this, there's this like artwork with a with this this with an octopus on there. I know, I know they're by, they're by I mean they're by the sea, so obviously you know octopus in the sea or whatever. But and you know and or the the statue or or this um, relief carving or whatever octopus wise and other and like a raven. You know, there just it, it was very it was imagery. The imagery yeah. fits with like, and that's I think more or less what we're really looking for is we want a bar that fits the imagery of what we think of as steampunk without it being overly gadget heavy. Right, like brass and, everywhere. No. Oh yeah. <laughs> I want to. I want to feel like I'm living in a brass factory for like, you know, fans and stuff. But right. uh, and speaking or, of octopus, and you have that sign. I just I post I posted something on our Facebook a while back. Nobody really reacted to it, but I'm gonna go ahead and share. The, I'm gonna share one more time, and it's right. gonna show this. I'll show that. Share screen. These are some artwork that I saw that somebody that you put on prints. Boom, right there. Um, are these are pretty damn cool. You see the, the little octopuses and like having tea, walking around. <laughs> There's these with their top hats. Octopuses with mustaches. And, I say uh, this is the most you know. Yeah, I mean, it's like, I mean, I go to the link and it just goes, it doesn't really go. It's called Redbubble. You they have a uh, Kristen, Christy, Krista Brennan. Brennan. Um, and Australia. she has more than just, she has more than just octopuses. I mean, there's octopus there. They have like, she has some weasels here. I think those are weasels. Look at the hermit crab one. That's adorable. Some crabs. You know, here's the, oct- <laughs> you know, here's the croquet. Oh, they were in fezzes. Mm-hmm. Go, go back to the hermit crabs. hermit crabs and fezzes. Yeah, herbic crabs and fezzes. Yeah, uh, you know, just different. Like, there's like a little robot guy feeding something. Well, actually, he's a giant robot guy feeding something, like a horse, the golem. You know, I mean, you can get them on shirts and stickers. I'm assuming, mm-hmm. but yeah, I mean, but when you go to her page, you don't see as much octopus, octopi. But there's a bunch of other cute little things here. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I I liked it. That's why when I pushed the thing, these are these seem pretty cool. 
Yeah. He's a pretty, okay. you know, right here. It's like they're having, you know, yeah. I mean, I just, I mean, I just haven't noticed that. It's like you talked about, you have your, your sign that says, what was the sign? Warning octopus, something like that was. Show your sign again. Yeah, let's see. Beware of octopus. Beware of octopus. And it's a nice sign. It's metal. It's, uh, it's in still in the packaging even, so I should keep them safe. I'm stop sharing. And so, uh, yeah, no, it's a nice sign. I like it. It's about, I don't want to say almost 10, but. Oops, well, wrong button. 12. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I like it. it. It looks, it's obviously printed. It's not rusted or anything like it shows, but, you know, it makes it look like it's old. And Yeah, I like, I like those kind of signs. Those are nice. Sign. I got another one that has like a triple helix on it. I have it above my bedroom door. I can't remember it. I can't read it from here. It's too dark, but it's also oddly enough. That one did get rusted. It got uh, some acid on it from, uh, cause it was an actual sign out in the oil field. And so it corroded over and I had to clean off a lot of the corrosion and looked really cool. So I kept it and uh, it's probably a biohazard in itself, but the sign that has a biohazard written on it. Nice. Uh, I found a ah. website. <laughs> oh, it's gar garbage. Get that back down. <laughs> uh, if that our didn't, listeners want to check, well. check out the art that we're we're looking at, go to wovenlines.com. There you go. And uh, that's got a that that that's her her own website where she manages Perfect. it. Uh, Perfect. Oh. While we're on that subject of octopuses, I got this little tiny one here. They're actually their hands um, crocheted, I guess, knitted little Aww. octopuses, and she is cute. Happy Squid Muffin on uh, <laughs> is the name of the person who does it, and she is on Etsy, and she will make them for you in mass. I usually give them about out once a year in the steam chest. And, and so, what you're showing us here is just a little, little, little plushie that he that put in his goggle. Inside one of the lenses of your goggles. Yep. Which I think is like the coolest. Oh, I'm sorry. It went blurry. I couldn't see. But yeah, basically, I, I have this little squishy and I call him squishy. He's my little squishy. And so <laughs> I was trying to figure out like a way to connect him. And I was like thinking about pinning him, even like knitting him into my beard for one thing. I'm like, this is not. Ah, and so <laughs> nice. now he he rides in my hat wherever I go, and I think it's fantastic as a way to use for the goggles. So I thought that I was looking at one uh, one of those three D lenses that nope, people nope. put in their goggles, but that is an actual thing. That's cool. I see. I'll very be... very cool. Take him out real quick. Nice little, little knitted. Oh. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and they come in bigger sizes, and we usually ship them out once a year. We used to do it fairly often because I couldn't keep these. Everyone asked for more of them, and so I was shipping them out. Ah, yeah, we have a good relationship with Happy Squid Muffins. So if you do buy them from her, please say Steam Chest sent us or sent you, and uh, yeah, she'll be happy. And she will send you a wonderful little bit. <laughs> They're awesome very cute. Love. Yes. You can give them any color. Awesome. Yep. Well, I said, uh, we should probably be wrapping things up. We're coming up on an hour now. All uh, right. Wow, anyway. that, that was that actually went a lot faster than I thought it would, <laughs> and we actually managed we're, to keep a conversation going. We're getting pretty professional at this. We're good at talking to each other and to ourselves and ho 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 and her her and whatever else. <laughs> so yeah, any last any last comments, questions, anything else we want to plug, um, other than our Patreon? <laughs> Yeah, there's only, I, there's only... working on, I don't know if it's a value, but I, I think it is. Uh, I'm making a, a list of uh, DIYs and YouTube videos that I, I hope are going to be good for uh, a just starting out crafter. Uh, oh, okay. Because for me, Steampunk is all about crafting yes. uh, and, and making your own stuff. And so I'm, I'm building a list of uh, sources for for uh, getting your craft on, and uh, I'm going to put it into a document, and I'm going to put it on the Patreon page. Sweet, um, I like it. It's it, it's not as nearly as good as us making our own uh, stuff, but <laughs> it's something I can easily do at work while I'm watching other people on YouTube. Uh, so maybe <laughs> that'll be a help to somebody uh, as well as myself. 
<laughs> that's that's cool. That's awesome. That's cool. So yeah, look look forward to that on the Patreon page. If you want to uh, put the, the link up, I linked it in the bottom thingy, so you can pull, pull it up right here. Ah, yeah, yeah. Ah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Now we're professional. Look, look at that. It looks so nice. It's so nice. Texas yes. Steampunk Connection. Yes, yeah, so those, for those of you listening later, it is TX Steampunk Connection um, at the you know well, www.patreon.com slash TX Steampunk Connection. There's only one tier open. It's a $3 tier. Uh, and yep. It's because that's all that we're good for. $3. Yeah. $3. <laughs> $3. We appreciate you um, for for the $3. Yeah, yeah exactly. Buy us I mean, beer. technically, you, you can put in any amount that you want. Yes. But uh, we don't have any. We will have tiers soon give. for other things as soon as we get all that organized. Definitely. That's, that's, the, that's the plan, anyway. That's the plan. <laughs> so. Yes. So, yeah. So, yeah, please. Uh, th- thank you. Thank you, everybody, for listening. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, well, yeah, find us on Facebook and well, on the Texas Steampunk Connection. Um, any long-form things you want to talk to us about, we have an email address, TexasSteampunkConnection at gmail.com. Um, complaints, go to Twitter somewhere. We have it somewhere. Please <laughs> um, Send our, us messages through Facebook, which is probably the most likely place we're going to yes, see it. Yes, that's that's the most likely place we're going to see is a Facebook on our Facebook page, yeah. uh, or or direct message on on Facebook if you wish. Uh, one of us one one of us will see it on Facebook Messenger and respond. Um, other than that, I believe that's everything. Let's see. Hold on, Rita has a comment. Last comment. Book series I'm listening to the Proper Romance Steampunk series by Nancy Campbell Allen. Definitely romance if you're into that sort of thing. Oh, so there's romance yeah. steampunk out there. That's some <laughs> steamy stuff. That's a terrible joke. Why'd I do that? Never mind. <laughs> On that the- note, oh, oh, that one, that hurt. <laughs> steampunk <laughs> after dark. Okay. No, I, actually, I run across steampunk erotica a little bit. Oh, yeah. Oh, we need that's, to have an entire episode of that. I don't, I don't know. Mean, that. Like at the over- mine, your, mine your gauges came from, right? Anyways. <laughs> okay. Yeah, there is a there is a steampunk. There was a steampunk after dark podcast that was presented to you f- by the the oh, my mind is in blank the co- the Clockwork Cabaret ladies. They mm-hmm. had a steampunk after dark that one of their husbands or boyfriends <laughs> hosted. Basically, they uh, played a lot of the steamier type music out there, you know, and stuff, stuff, stuff like that. Exactly. Now, now we need to have a thing talking about this steamy music because look at Bex's face. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I only well, listen to a few episodes because uh, I can only listen to so much of. of I only have so many t- so much time to listen. To, I can't. I can't listen to everything, and I don't think it's it's not it's not an ongoing thing now. It's only like an every so often they do it. Yeah. Um, the Steampunk Cabaret, or rather Clockwork Cabaret, they are go- they are still going strong. However, they're most of the podcasters. They 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 basically are DJs for the most part. They play what they consider steampunk music, and as they said, because if they call it steampunk music, it's only because they like it. <laughs> it's like if they like it, you know, screw it. They'll call it steampunk, you know, because they've been doing it for like over ten years. So they, you know, there's only so much music out there they can play. Yeah, um, yeah. We run into that problem ourselves. We're we're, we're begging. We're, we're, <laughs> if you know steampunk artists that would like to get out their CDs, we buy them for Steam Chest. Just hit us up. Hit me up at Steam Chest on Facebook. Uh, go to my web, go to the website, you know, chestofsteam.com. Send me anything in the, you know, we have a web a link for our web or email there. Drop it in there. I'm, I'm, I'm begging people for music right now. And if it's even remotely steampunk, so, or good sea shanties, that, that works. Yeah. But but that's, they, that's my personal thing, though. What was the thing? They, they got into podcasting jail because apparently, I mean, they've been doing it for over 10 years and finally somewhere they played one song or whatever and they got, they got they got in trouble, so they had to take it all down. So the, now now most podcasts is just them talking, but they put their music up. I forgot the, the like just list. go to clockworkcabaret.org. or it's called agony like a g o n y ant a a u n t agonyant.com. That's their 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 central their their, their central web page, and they they put their music up on a different service now because they can't do it on most podcasting now because podcasting music jail or something like that so <laughs> but after over 10 years somebody finally dinged them uh, uh, they don't and, they, and the thing is they weren't even told what song it was <laughs> so they wouldn't no one would tell them what it was at the autumn <laughs> you know so that way that's what made it difficult but um but that's still, why we don't play music on our show anymore 
Right. We don't want to risk that. We've never gotten in trouble, but I think now that we're on YouTube, we would we would get in trouble. I use only stuff out in the open on an open forum that's out Mm -hmm. there with uh, class three uh, certifications for that because because of that very reason for because I use it for my gaming website as well, and so I I I could use I, I don't I mean as much as I want to use today's awesome music for the for the lulls and the jokes and the humor and the irony i can't i can use like five seconds of it as long as it's warped to hell and yeah exactly so hot <laughs> but so i go i found a couple places where i can get a lot of free music or i've paid for it and uh mm-hmm. use a lot of google music too so I, I i dredged through it so you don't have to <laughs> right so on that note we're gonna go ahead and sign off um and see you in two weeks finally not it's like we've been going for we we've been we went to what four weeks straight almost here four weeks straight been working <laughs> so working for that, we're working for that Patreon money there right so yeah so we're we're gonna we're gonna go we're gonna go we're gonna wait another we're gonna go two weeks this time we'll be back on our normal schedule and until so until then um, mind y'all's mind gauges. your gauges mind your gauges.